Welcome to the Mamanomics Podcast. I am your host, Booth Parker. I'm a wife, mom, and CPA, and I'm very passionate about all things family and home, including family finances. So we all know over the past year, the cost of food has gone up drastically and it continues to rise. And it has been very impactful on family budgets. So does that spending have you stressed about how much it is? Are you regularly getting takeout or stopping at the drive-through on your way home? If so, this episode is for you. Today, we're talking about the value of meal planning and its impact on the family budget. So a little history about why I am so passionate about meal planning. So when my son was born over 16 years ago, I went back to work fairly quickly and I had an hour commute, which got me home between six and 6.30 in the evenings. And the whole what's for dinner routine was a lot harder with a baby in the household. And I found us eating out, you know, getting takeout, um, going, stopping at the drive-through on the way home, which I like to eat fairly healthy. And so that wasn't helping that situation, trying to lose the baby weight either. So I decided I would start meal planning so that we would have an idea of what we were going to have for supper each evening. And that way we would have everything we needed on hand. Even just one stop at the drive-through or getting takeout every once in a while, that's, that's not the end of the world. But the problem is sometimes when you're not prepared with a meal plan, even when you have good intentions to cook, you don't have what you need on hand and you end up ordering out. But before we talk more about how to get started meal planning, let's first quantify that value of meal planning. Yes. It sounds great in theory, but it is a commitment. And a lot of people fear that commitment of meal planning. They think it's too time intensive uh, and things like that. But in the end, it actually saves not just money, but it saves time because you're not making these um, multiple trips to the grocery store each week, running out to get um, takeout or a drive-through. Yes, DoorDash has helped alleviate that, but that's just spending even more money. So it is definitely worth the time it takes to meal plan and get everything ready for your week. So let's look at some simple examples that would apply to an average family. If you get several, um, if you do takeout several nights a week, these numbers are going to be even more impactful. So just, just follow along and I'm not going to bombard you with too many numbers, but really just want to put this, um, the savings you could have by meal planning into perspective. So say you have a family of four, there's the parents and two kids and they're going to get takeout. They decide to all get chicken Alfredo from Olive Garden. That is $18.99 a plate for a total of $75.96. I haven't put taxes or anything like that into this. If you were to make chicken Alfredo at home, and yes, I've included the salad and some breadsticks, did not look at cost if something was on special or buying in bulk and getting discounts, just average cost at the grocery store. So it would be between $25 and $30, depending on if you did jar sauce or homemade sauce. 
And that would cover all four people, the 25 to $30. So if you average that out, you know, you would be saving $49 between getting that takeout and cooking that meal at home. So just think if you were able to cut that out once a week for the entire year, okay, that would be a savings of $2,548 for the year. If you did that for 10 years and invested those savings at 7%, which is a conservative number, you would have $36,696 at the end of those 10 years. Now, what if you're a family that gets takeout multiple times a week? If you're one of those that could eliminate two times a week, that 10-year investment would be almost $74,000. And if you eat out multiple times a week getting takeout and you eliminated four times a week over that 10-year period, that investment would be $147,000. Now, if you have kids, you're probably trying to figure out paying for college as well. Maybe you have your own student loans to pay off. Maybe you have credit cards to pay off or you're saving up for something. So when you really quantify the savings, if you committed to this and did it over time and put those savings to good use, what you could be accomplishing towards your financial goals. And I know some would say, oh, well, when we eat out, we just run through a drive through We don't get something as expensive as, say, Olive Garden. And that's true. And generally, it's a blend of some takeouts and some drive throughs um, But say we're going to look at that same family of four, and they go get a chicken sandwich with fries meal, Chick-fil-A, it's $7.89 times four, $31.56 for the family. If they were to make this at home, and again, this is no bulk food or specials, and this is using good brands like Orida and Tyson, it would be about a $10 total, down to $2.50 a person. So that's a nearly $22 difference in one meal. So if you look back at that same cutting that out one, times a, one time a week over the 10 years, grows to over $16,000. Two times a week, the 10 years, $33,000. Cutting that out four times a week over those 10 years, $132,000. So most families are gonna have a blend of drive-through and takeout that they can cut out by meal planning. So you can see just by doing one or two a week, you are really adding to your savings. And that's what I mean by the value of meal, meal planning, right? So it depends on how many times a week you eat out and maybe even waste because the groceries you're buying aren't getting, getting used. Um, but the more you eat out or the more you can change that habit, the, the more that savings is going to be that you can put towards other financial goals. So if these numbers don't perk your interest, I'd be surprised. Um, they tend to always perk people's interest when I do seminars and things like that. Um, but the other great thing about meal planning is the relief of evening stress, the whole not wondering what's for dinner, um, you know, trying to figure things out, running to the grocery store or things like that, or going back out to get food. So you're probably asking yourself at this point, how do I start meal planning? 
So quick side note, I do want to add before I kind of walk you through my steps is I highly recommend doing an inventory of your pantry and your freezer. And January is a great time to do it. Start of the new year, um, probably have some Christmas bills that have left you a little speechless. Great time to save by eating out of the pantry and freezer. So do a little inventory of your pantry and freezer and plan some meals around um, using up those items, maybe items you bought in bulk or on special that you kind of forgot were in there. So on to the actual meal planning. So the first thing you do is you make the menu. You decide what you're going to eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, there's lots of social media pages with some very um, creative uh, type ideas for recipes. But there's also ones out there with very simple things. I have a lot of recipes on my own website, as well as a lot of slow cooker recipes. Um, and I also have some free templates for creating your menu on my website. And all of that is linked down in the show notes so you can access it after the podcast. And then once you've done your menu, you want to make your grocery list of the items you're going to need to make your menu. And of course, check your pantry and your fridge for a quick inventory before you do your grocery order to eliminate any duplicates that might create a wasteful situation. And then once you've done that, make your online grocery order. I definitely recommend doing an online order. It helps avoid impulse purchases when you go to the store that often end up in the trash and wasted. But if you do really like to go in person, or maybe you're somewhere in an area that doesn't offer curbside, if you do go in person, use the category templates to keep you on track while you're in the store. So it, you know, have all the produce listed together, all the dairy listed together and things like that. And that way you're less likely to just wander the store and impulse buy things you don't need. So some of my other really big tips for uh, meal planning are organization in the fridge and the pantry. So bins that are labeled, you know, your vegetables. Um, I like to do a bin that's labeled lunchbox and it has uh, things for my son's lunchbox, like lunch meat and stuff. And a little side note on that one, I really encourage cooking like a whole turkey breast or things like that because deli meat is almost triple the price per pound if you were to cook a whole breast and slice it up yourself. So that's just a, another little savings tidbit there. Um, but back to the bins. So the labeled bins are perfect. So when you go to pack the lunchbox, you just grab the lunchbox bin and you have the lunch meat and the cheese and the mayonnaise and we keep the apples right there. So I put an apple in there. Likewise, I have a breakfast bin and it keeps the eggs and bacon or sausage or anything like that in it, you know, some mini orange juices or something like that. And then I have, I do a smoothie every morning. So I have a bin that has my yogurt and my fruit and stuff like that in it. So do these bins um, in your pantry and your fridge that are categorized will help you use all the food that you're buying. And when you bring the groceries in, unpack everything on the counter and then put it away in its categories right off the bat, get it organized. It's very tempting to 
open the purse bag and start stuffing those items somewhere and then do that you know through all the bags but if you'll lay everything out on your counter and categorize it as you put it away it will help you uh, keep everything organized keep it used and have it all together when you go to uh, make your meals and then when making your meal plan always check your calendar so maybe you have um, a work engagement on thursday night and your husband and kids are home alone you want to plan a slow cooker meal for them since everybody won't be eating at the same time so just things like that um, and then i like to have a really good go-to collection of recipes on repeat and simple ones are really ideal for weeknight meals unless you're prepping them ahead but simple ones that are you know five ingredients or less and you can just quickly knock them out get them on the table in under 30 minutes those are ideal and then you can actually take the meal planning a step further and uh, prep your meals ahead so if you have really busy evenings prepping the whole week is is an ideal way to do that so you can get all your groceries and then go ahead and if you're doing casseroles go ahead and prepare them so all you have to do is stick them in the oven you know when you get home if you're going to do um, a slow cooker meal if there's anything that needs to be cooked that's going in it maybe some hamburger or something like that go ahead and get that all prepped and meal prepping definitely takes a little more time when you're unpacking the groceries and going ahead and knocking all of that out but it can also save a lot of time during the week so when i was working a lot i did a lot of meal prepping and my husband would get the casserole in the oven while i was on my way home so then when i walked in the door we were able to have a nice meal together and it wasn't stressful so i actually do offer an ebook on how to meal prep i show you how to do um, six meals in under an hour and it also comes with a huge library of recipes as well as six weeks worth of dinner meal plans with the shopping list so that's also linked down in the show notes if you're interested in a little deeper dive into that so meal planning has just been such a game changer for our family um, for me to be so excited about it still over 16 years later from when i started it just really speaks volumes to how much it has impacted our family, our evenings, our family time, the amount of money we spend on food, things like that. I'm not saying you can't have, you know, date nights or family go out to eat nights because we do that. Um, we do it fairly regularly, uh, maybe once, twice, or sometimes even three times a month. But it's not our go-to every night. It's our special time. And when you plan that into your budget and your meal plan and everything, you will the stress difference between your finances and your family time just by getting really good control over your meal plan is just such, such a game changer. So even if you've been scared or reluctant to try meal planning because you're worried how much time it's gonna take, I really encourage you to at least give it a go. The first time you do it, it's not gonna be as quick as it will be after you've been doing it six months. So keep that in mind don't get frustrated with it just kind of let it let it take its course and get 
get used to it. And um, I think you'll really see a difference in not just your family's finances, but the stress level uh, at home in the evenings, especially if you have little kids and it's kind of total madness in your house in the evenings. So everything, um, the blog, um, got a blog with even more tips, the blog, the free templates, and the ebook, everything is linked in the show notes. It's at my website, boothparker.com. So you can find it all there. You can also uh, email me directly from the website if you need to contact with any questions. I'm always available. And I hope you really find value in getting your meal planning started. And of course, I have to add the little bit that this whole podcast is just for your own education and knowledge, and it is not considered financial advice for your family and financial planning. So um, I always have to do the little disclaimer. They kind of make me laugh. But uh, anyway, I hope you have a great day and happy meal planning to you.